1: Rain is coming. How bad? And are we ready for back-to-back storm? This is like our Super Bowl, so we know that the work that we've done all year long is going to be in high focus during the winter. It is the 31st, the last day of January. It's the L.A. Local, sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. I'm Alex Silverman. Coming up, who is leaving messages in piles of dog crap? Little white flags sticking out of the steaming piles of excrement. But first... The thing that affects everyone in SoCal rain, a lot of it. Then a break, then more rain. Alex Tardy's meteorologist with the National Weather Service, he breaks it down. So, we basically have two different storm scenarios Thursday starting Thursday morning, uh, and then a repeat with a different type of storm Sunday night uh, with the problem with the rain, the heavier rain, the widespread rain. Monday and Tuesday. He says even before the rain starts falling, the system will bring strong winds in places north of L.A. County could see winds of 30 to 40 miles an hour. Gusts up to 50 could also bring down tree branches and power lines. All you really need to know is that if we say 0.5 to 0.75 per hour, historically, that has led to urban flooding more than nuisance flooding. Nuisance flooding tends to occur between 0.25 and 0.5. I know those are all numbers and everything, but this is why we have a flood watch in effect because we're expecting rainfall rates between 0.5 and 0.75 in one hour. Kerjan Lee with L.A. County Public Works says crews have already readied areas for dealing with intense rainfall rates. This is like our Super Bowl, so we know that the work that we've done all year long is going to be in high focus during the winter. We're looking at one to three inches in the uh, valleys along the coast with this first series of storms this week. There may be some debris flow expected in those burn areas that have only uh, had a year or so to recover. That's out in Agua Dulce, Tatanga Canyon, Duarte and uh, Tahunga. Lee says catch and debris basins are already pre- for the weather, and it's their expectations that the spacing between the first storm and a much more intense second bout of rain on Sunday, lasting for several days, can be handled with only a moderate possibility of flooding or debris flows occurring in high risk areas. That's Pete Demetrio with LA County Public Works. Natalie Tavidian has been on with the state emergency managers. Brian Ferguson with Cal OES. We Don't want to create a situation where Caltrans, CHP, or even the Guard need to go in and get people out because they tried to get up to the ski resorts. And we also want folks to take very basic steps like making sure your devices are charged, your flashlight's ready. Cal Fire, the
0: National Guard, Department of Water, Swift Water Rescue crews, all pre-positioned across the state. Meteorologists say the heaviest rain already started in Northern California, expected in SoCal later Wednesday evening through Thursday.
1: And what about those train tracks in orange county uh, between la and san diego that were washed out they've been trying to uh, clear all of that working on it for a week will all that work be undone pete spoke with metrolink scott johnson about what problems might in zoo. We're literally waiting for not only what happens on Thursday, but what happens Sunday, Monday and Tuesday before any kind of decision is made on passenger service. A definitive timeline has not been set, but certainly the water, the rain, the storms will be a part of that assessing. And as soon as it's safe to resume passenger rail service for both Pacific Surfliner and Metrolink, we will. They have been allowing some limited freight service on those tracks they've been working on clearing. The podcast is not the best forum for up-to-the-minute weather information. So if you want the minute-by-minute forecast, 97.1 FM if you're in L.A., ask your smart speaker to play KNX News or anywhere on the Odyssey app. Just search for KNX. All this week, KNX News is bringing you interviews with the major candidates for U.S. Senate from California. Our profile series continues with Congresswoman Barbara Lee from Northern California. Latest polls have her in fourth place. She talked with Chief Correspondent Charles Feldman about her push for $50 an hour for the federal minimum wage. You heard that right, $50
0: an hour. You would like to see the federal minimum wage at, was it $50? Yeah, I said that. Just do the math. But, well, but now you know that's not going to happen. I mean, it's not. But, But let me tell you, you have to have... First of all, a standard that you have to work toward. In Mm -hmm. the Bay Area, I believe it was the United Way, very recently, it takes 117, dollars $118,000 for a family of four to just barely make it. So, I'm not going to settle for just raising the minimum wage if I'm talking about what's going to help people afford to live and stay in California. So, do the math on that. No, no. And your math, I'm sure, is right. But you know that politics is the art of the possible. If you owned a small business now in California, would you be able to afford to pay your employees $50 an hour? And I've set a vision. I said, let's I, talk I, but about what's where realistic. we need to go. But what's the realistic what number? What the realistic uh, number is now is we have to look at what is a living wage that has an affordability. So give me a number. A number would be at this point yeah. that would not uh, bust businesses and require them to leave the state because a lot of businesses uh, are going to other states because mm-hmm. of the quality of life yes. for employees. Absolutely. Okay, so we have to address housing, child care, and the quality of life for people here in this state. And so I'm saying $50 an hour is a livable wage in the Bay Area, for example, not throughout this whole state of California, but in the Bay Area for families to just barely make it on, a family of four. And to get there, if we have to start at $20, $25. Okay, but we've got to get to where people can afford to live in California and not just survive, but to thrive. You can hear the full interview with Congresswoman Barbara Lee on
1: knxnews.com after it airs uh, at 6 o'clock on Wednesday evening. There is a new hero along Abbott Kinney in Venice, but nobody knows who he is. So what people have been finding is little piles of dog dew on the sides of the road in Venice with little white flags sticking out of the steaming piles of excrement with handwritten messages written on those flags like, Who raised you? And, pick up your poop you guys had not heard about that no
0: no not at all but i also think it's really funny that there's so much of it that he can do an entire installation about it because that kind of proves the point right that people are so lazy he has enough is enough poop on the streets to put flags in that's pretty kind of bad scary, kind of pretty bad yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to agree and that's again so what funny. did you think of it i thought it was funny but now listening to her it's like yeah that's pretty unbelievable that there is actually enough poop to get noticed, to put white flags, and now we're being interviewed about it. Like he's this—is this a movement? Yeah. Is this like I ha- a I movement? I have to wonder who this well, like bowel a bowel bowel movement. Ah, I have to wonder who this hero is. You know, he's doing everybody's dirty work for them. Quite literally, the dirty work. Oh, yeah. that was good. I'm with. I'm with it. I'm with her. I am. I am behind him a hundred percent. We're on his team.
1: And that's the L.A. Local for this January 31st. We're sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. Search their inventory, all 14 dealerships, at lacarguy.com. one 971F, FM in L.A. to stay connected. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News. Go to the Odyssey app and search KNX News. We'll have the up-to-the-minute forecast as the rain hits Southern California. And we're back with another L.A. Local tomorrow. I'm Alex Silverman. See you up.